today. Why is this doing this today? <sighs> you can't handle the truth. to say I can see myself, but I can't. That's what I look like right now, and I don't know why. So we're going to have to do, um, uh, let's see here. Uh, why is this not coming through? <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hi, how you doing? And, uh, hmm. This is neat. I've never had this one happen before, but hi, everybody. How's it going? <laughs> I cannot believe this is happening. Oh, uh, what a day. What a day. What a day. So let's see. Screen capture. Everything's going out now. I don't even have anything. Uh, let's see. Let's do that. Oh, there we go. That came back. Not really sure why this is all quit doing its thing, but I'm sure it's completely normal. And uh, let's see here, camera. Hi, everybody. I'm still here. It's still me. And I uh, have no idea why this is a thing. Uh, how about this? HD camera built in. Can we do that? Hey, hi, everybody. How you doing? That's not uh, showing you guys anything, but we'll try doing this and see if that gets us where we need to be. There we go. Golly. Wasn't that fun? This was great. I love how technology just decides to tell you to stick it right where it doesn't shine. But anyway, uh, hi, I'm Jim Price, Jim Price Show Daily Update. Thank you guys so much for being here. It is November 28th. It's a Tuesday, 2023. Well, I got that all cleaned up. Only took me a minute or two. Don't know why that was the thing this morning or this morning, this afternoon, but that's what we do here, and uh, that's how the world works. Speaking of things not working... You know, I keep being told that we're going into World War III and that Russia and China are going to invade us and we're going to have all this horrificness here on our, our country. And I have to kind of go with the idea that I don't think these people actually know what they're talking about anymore. I think they just make it up. doesn't seem to make a lot of sense to me that we keep all going around and around and fighting about things that don't seem to make a lot of sense to any of us and don't actually benefit any of us. And the only people they actually benefit are the people like Zelensky, who's over there buying up Florida homes and yachts and all they like, because, you know, that's what we do. We pay off our actors. Hmm. Trying a little coffee here this afternoon. Now... When I say they pay off their actors, I'm talking about they they pay off their actors. Just like, you know, remember uh, Cuomo? Let's see. Uh, we'll call it, say, Governor Cuomo. I don't even know how to spell his stupid name. And uh, I was pretty close. 
Let's see here. What do we got? November 21st. Acu- okay, so, wow. All right. Cuomo accused of sexual assault and uh, as look-back window closes. Ex-governor accused by former aide amid flurry of last-minute claims under New York's Adult Survivors Act. Uh, this is actually coming out uh, just a couple days ago, but Cuomo, a former aide of Cuomo, 65, subjected uh, subjected her. He said he uh, Cuomo subjected her to humiliating and demeaning tasks, hugs, kisses, sexual touches on the butt, and uh, I don't know why we call it the butt butt talks, but we're going to go ahead and use a clinical word like that. Uh, forcibly touching of the breast from 2019 to 2021, so over a three year span. Uh, that's kind of how we do this, and it began uh, and it began a campaign of uh, retaliation when she rejected his efforts to engage in sexual acts. Well, guys, this guy is also the guy who won a a uh, Oscar for his portrayal of a leader during a pandemic, and. We have now reports coming out that Zelensky's got his, you know, $74 million yachts. By the way, guys, if you ever looked into the yachting industry, it's actually more money. There's money to be made in private jets and yachting. If you can buy a private yacht or a private jet, you can actually turn around and lease that back out. And there are actually a lot of money to be made on it. But you got to be able to pull that nut off in the beginning of that. $30 $30 million business jet, and that's how that works. So anyway, uh, as we continue to go down through all these things, this is the kind of stuff that we I'm talking about where we say, well, we pay off our actors. We pay off those that, you know, do us, you know, do us good, right? They're the ones that do us the best. Because in a war scenario, which is exactly what kicked off as soon as the, the pedo-in-chief was propped up as the leader of the free world. That suddenly, just suddenly, the same individual who talked about how the world is afraid of him and there will be no wars and he is the end-all, be-all, the same individual watched the war in Ukraine take off and continue on for years on end without any hesitation or without any really... Anything. I mean, I don't know what we're what. What is the real th- reason that we even give a crap that Ukraine and Russia are fighting with each other? That would be like saying that you know KU and Missouri State <clears throat> are going to play play in the border battles. It's just what they do. It's just part of the deal, right? But also that harks back to a war prior to the Civil War, where the Missouri militia or Missouri military or the militia, whatever you want to call them. Uh, or the Missouri, I don't know. There was some names for it anyway. They came over into Lawrence and they executed every man, woman, and child. And that was what they considered to be the spark that started the Civil War. Uh, not so much what happened back east, but was actually happening right here in Kansas where we had people who were abolitionists that believed, uh, like they say, abolitionists believe are kind of like libertarians. Uh, they believe you do you, I do me, and we try to make uh, things right when we see things are wrong. Lindsay, good to see you. Thank you so much for being here. Rebecca Wells, thank you so much for being here as well. It's great to see you. So as we continue to see that this whole hysteria, this whole world around us is actually 
uh, been fabricated and created, we have to go back and say, okay, now, what can I do to not watch this TV show anymore? What can I do not to watch this episode anymore? What can I do so I don't have to be a part of this? So I, I don't want to be a part of uh, Zelensky's $74 million boat purchases. I don't want to be a part of the $300 billion that has gone or is going or has been lost to Ukraine, which, again, I'm using these I'm using words that they use, guys. This is These are things that, you know, they say, and I'm just trying to repeat them. And I think that we miss the boat too many times when we sit here and we over we overanalyze that, you know, hey, by the way, we lost three, you know, three billion dollars in uh, too much equipment we sent to them. We accidentally sent too much because we evaluated that um, the replacement of those as uh, wrong. So. We were given those, uh, we were selling 2023 brand new F-150s for 2015 pricing. So that's a thing. That's, that's what we actually have going on here. So when you think about this whole mess of things, you got to understand that this is not mistaken. This is not done on accident. This is what they do purposely. And it's the oopses, right? It's the, oh, well, I meant to, or, oh, well, I meant to say this, or, oh, well, I meant to do that, or this. or I mean, these are just the little things that they do. This is how they create the distractions. So they tell you one number in the beginning, and then they oopsie-doopsie do it another. And this is kind of like a a bait-and-switch is what I would kind of call that. I'd say that that's how you, um, in modern terms, call that a, it's a bait-and-switch, right? It's a situation where you come in, the deal you think you got x y and z and then you walk out with none of that and then when you get the first payment on the car or the truck you bought the payments twice or three times or a million times more than what they said and this happens quite often in the the retail market within cars especially and i don't know why can can we not just can we not just get can we not just get some honesty can't we just get some just, here's what I got in it. I got to make 15%. But the problem is, is that all of these car dealerships are, they, they, they are screwing each other out of stability. They're screwing each other out of credibility. They're screwing their entire industry. And uh, by the way, guys, if you are in the used car market or whatever, I don't know. I told you guys this last year when we had, um, my friend who owns uh, uh, Baxter Automotive, and he talked about how the car market is changing. If you guys, uh, he wasn't completely wrong. Tanya Price, good to see you. Thank you so much for being here. You know, we've seen a lot of the uh, car dealerships now, seeing they're seeing a lot more increased inventory in their, in their lots, right? But also, I've got a lot, a fairly large, uh, probably 30-acre car auction uh at the south end of wichita here and it's right off of uh 35 and 135 right where they come together and what has been basically an empty blacktop 30 acres or 20 acres whatever it is for the last three years suddenly is mostly full and i'm saying three quarters 
Now, that's just in Wichita, Kansas, and we've got probably about a million people in the metro area around here. we got a little bit of that going on, but if you guys are thinking about buying cars, you start looking at how many repos there are, uh, how many cars are going into auction, and how many cars are staying at the auction for 10, 15, 20, 30, 60 days, uh, meaning that the people who have it there are like, hey, man, you know, i got to have a buyer, and the sad part of it is they're not getting bids on them. Okay, so this is a thing too. So there's going to be there's going to be some shakeup on that. But anyway, let's go back to the used car sales deal that we've got here called United States government or global politics. The global politics of what we're seeing right now, we could literally just walk away from all these guys and just be done with it. We could literally say, "Hey, I'm out." Um and we just walk away. But when I can't get you guys to stop paying for your own abuse, when I can't get you guys to stop asking for another, when I can't when I can't get you guys to stop saying, hey, can you put some stink on it uh, the next time you smack me around, I, guys, this is what I'm up against. As I have an abusive government, I've got an abusive authority right now that literally believes that you have no rights, no, no liberties, no freedoms, no God. And according to them, you, those of you that actually believe that there's a higher power, something greater than you are, well, then you obviously are the problem. You guys are the idiots because they believe that there is no God. Now, I, that sounds pretty harsh for me to say out loud that I'm talking about individuals who walk this earth and I say they have no God. But that's isn't that what they're trying to get us to believe that there is no God, there is no, there is no higher power. Isn't that what that's about? I mean, they've they've taken God out of out of uh, everything. They've taken a higher power out of everything. I mean, you're we went from saying that we could have a teacher who could read Bible verses during school. I actually, when I was in, uh, went to McCormick Elementary School in Wichita, Kansas, and I, I was a kid. Uh, we walked down the street to the church, down the street, on Wednesdays, and we had church service. That was what we did on Wednesdays, and if it was raining or if it was too cold or whatever, we didn't go. That was our thing, but on those days, we had Wednesday church, and we'd go down there for an hour, and we would sing and pray and, and listen to some scriptures and then go back to school. I'm 52, this is, I'm not 152. I'm not 100 years old. I'm only 52 years old. So somewhere about 40 years ago, it was still completely acceptable for a lot of us to be able to do that. Now, when I was in high school, we had a moment of silence because we had a bunch of people who said, well, uh, my children can't pray to your God. Uh, my children can't pray to your God. My children, well, you know, um, okay. Pray to yours then. Say Allah or whatever it is you pray to. But my problem is, is that when we started doing this giving in and giving in and giving in, I think this was a tactic that they used. Hey, Ken, Rising, good to see you. Thank you so much for being here. Rising, sorry, Rising, Rising, it's Rising, R-E-I. Sorry about that, but Ken. I do believe that somewhere in the 1970s where we decided that we wanted to legalize HIPAA. See, the problem with uh, the 
whole abortion argument is that they took what is considered to be the privacy between a uh, thanks Ken appreciate that uh, he says it is rising it's German that we took the privacy between a doctor and a patient and went to the extreme just like we did with the whole women's suffrage where they said that they wanted to have the right to vote not that they wanted to, but there was a 3 to 4% of the women's population that said that they would like to vote. So, where that went wrong is that you got these people who hijacked that movement and turned it into the women's suffrage movement, and then it went into you know, burning your bras and women need to work. And then we went ahead and threw the Second World War in there where we had already killed off so many of the men and our bravest of men around this world. Marsha Anderton, good to see you. Thank you so much for being here. That we had already thrown so many men in the meat grinder in World War One, which again, I, I just wonder if we really had to do that. Were we really ever losing a war? Were we ever really involved in a war? Were we actually really mad at each other? So, when we did the First World War, We lost civilians and military. We lost a total of around 40 million. Okay? And that's a lot. But if you actually go into the war itself and start trying to tear apart the the real numbers here, it gets real it gets real dodgy, right? Because there's some numbers in there where people put things in. Um just like here in this report here, the casualties suffered by the participants in World War I um, dwarfed those of previous wars. Some 8.5 million soldiers died as a result of the war or disease. The greatest number of casualties and, wound, and wounds were inflicted by artillery, followed by small arms and then poison gas. The bayonet, which was relied on by the pre-war French army uh, as a... Um, Decisive weapon actually produced few casualties. Uh, war has increasingly mechani- become mechanized in 1914, and so 8.5 million men died in World War One. Why do I? Why am I so confident to say men? Well, because that's all we sent to those meat grinders. But when you take and you take that many of the bravest of us off the off the breeding, okay? I, again, uh, you guys, I, I don't know why we're not talking about this, guys. Outlive them and outbirth them. Okay? They don't want you having babies and they don't want you living any longer. It's as simple fact as that. So just just understand that this is a thing and this is how this works. So just if we actually would just have more kids, which again, practicing for that is not that bad of an activity. But we have to figure out how to have more kids and outdo them. and then, But also those kids that we have, we raise them in a way that we literally brainwash them into what we want instead of them brainwashing our kids and the public school system that, that makes them what we don't want. 
Carrie Heiserman says alpha males. Yeah. And the sad part of it is, is we got a bunch of soy boys who run around and talk about this and that and then blah, 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 blah. And in reality, we got, we got ourselves a bunch of soy boys who couldn't beat their way out of a paper bag. And that is where we're at with this whole thing. So just think, just, just understand there's a lot of pieces to this going on. <sighs> so, going back. When we took women and put them out of the house and into the workforce because we had killed so many of the initial men off in the World War II and those men weren't there to reproduce and have children of their own and create those children. Then we went into World War II and we went ahead and cycled through a whole bunch more men through the meat grinder called the World War. And every time we've done this, every time we've continued to go this direction, we have continued to, to, to tear down. We've continued to tear down what it considered to be the backbone of our society, which is the strongest and bravest of us. Do you not see the cycles in which we've gone through? But then they take the women out of the house, so then the kids are sucked into the, into the school systems, and the kids are being taught and fed by the government. And why do you think that after that many generations from the 50s till now that suddenly we got a bunch of people who believe the government should be the teat that they suckle from? See, my problem is, is that I don't think that we really understand this is a long, long, long-term play for them. They don't plan on losing this. Now, if they were winning, if they were actually getting out ahead of us, we would already be, most of us would be dead and we would be in cages or whatever it is. And by the way, guys, I don't think that they have any, I don't think they have any intentions of ever stopping that plan. Whether they get it done in 2024 or they get it done in 2055, that's still the plan. I mean, really think about that. But the idea that we've had women who were told, hey, by the way, you want a right to vote, you want a right to vote, you want a right to vote, and hey, you know, by the way, we need to keep all these social programs out, and and so they, we, we built into that. We built into that our lives. Just like the gay movement, just like the, the suffrage movement, just like all this other stuff that's been hijacked, just like the idea of, hey, let's not just dump, you know, horrible chemicals into every creek we have and kill off all the life, wildlife. What was initially just being saying, hey, don't, you know, clean up your own shit. The problem is now is that we've got an entire generation of kids who believe that running around in their plastic North Face jackets, no more oil, no more oil, no more oil. They got vinyl flags that they're waving They've got these plastic banners that they have got printing on. Where do you think the plastic and the printing comes from, sweetheart? How do you think that big roll of printed that paper, that vinyl, got from the manufacturer to the guy who printed it for you? How about those denim dollars that you use that you run around with and all those things? I mean, how do you think that that cotton was manufactured and pulled out of the field? You think we're still using slave labor for that? We're not out and out using slave labor. We're making you go out and make your own money and then just give it to us. It's called prostitution. 
And in reality, we don't have a we don't have a taxation problem in America. We have a prostitution problem. You go out, figure out a way how to get somebody to like you enough to take a chance to give you a job, and then you go work weeks or a month before you get paid, and then the government takes theirs off the top. And then you can go screw around with whatever you want, what's ever left over. But every time you go do something, you're going to have to give me a little taste. You go spend a little money on some, on some potato chips, I get a taste. You go buy a car, I get a taste. You go buy some insurance for that car, I get a taste. You pay your electric bill, I get a taste. All those taxes on every single one of those, right? This is the worst abusive pimp prostitute relationships that you could ever think of. Why? Wait, 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 why? Because we are doing it voluntarily. We are going out of our way to thank you, say, thank you, sir, may I have another from the pimp that we give our money to. And by the way, if the pimp doesn't think you're giving over enough, He'll come back and audit you. He'll come back and tax you some more. He'll come back and say, give me some more of that money. And by the way, I'll just take it. And then I'll let you know what you owe me for penalties, taxes, and interest. Now, if you overpay the pimp, well, the pimp just says, thank you. Sometimes he doesn't even say that. He just takes it. He don't care. Ken says, uh, Ron Swanson teaching the kids about taxes by eating a percentage of her lunch as a legacy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's absolutely right. But this is what we're up against, is where we have ourselves a true problem here with actually just being able to be honest with ourselves about the system that we've created and that we actually feed into. We don't have to do that. We don't have to pay into the system. We don't have to, we don't have to keep going back and giving money to our pimp. Because if I remember, that, and, I, and I guess I'll need to take a survey here, I, I guess I need you guys to all to figure out here, um, is... Do you guys believe in the Constitution? Do you believe that the Constitution is the contract you have with your country? Do you believe the Constitution says that you have public servants? I mean, I see a lot of people running around saying, I'm a, I have First Amendment, I'm Second Amendment, you know, blah, 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 blah. I, I hear all these people talk about how they reference these things. It's kind of like referencing... You know, I know the Bible, John 3, 16, for God so loved the world, they gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. See, I know the Bible. I know I know all the Bible. See, I got it all. Yeah, you know, John 3, 16. Hey, 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 look at me. I'm a Christian. Does that mean I've read the Bible? Does that mean I understand the Bible, comprehend its meanings, comprehend the stories, the parables? Does that mean I've actually memorized all the different verses and the references to different parts of the Bible, back to the Bible, and all that good stuff? No. That just means I know that one verse. Just like everybody's around that door, hey, I'm a 2A supporter. Yeah, 2A, 2A. And I'm like, 2A? Do you know there's far more powerful rights within your Bill of Rights that actually supersede the Second Amendment? that actually puts your government in such a square, into such a box, into such a cage, that the Second Amendment's not even up for discussion. 
but you don't know that enough to actually to, to understand it. You don't you don't know your constitution. You don't get it, do you? You don't get it. And so we took the bravest of us, our men, off the field. We took and put women out there manufacturing planes and all this romantic stuff to talk about how great it is that we've been able to blah, 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 right? We don't have a home. We don't have a God. We've got actors and actresses running around acting like political leaders, which we know that that's absolutely false and fake, and it's all a narrative. And yet you guys keep giving your money to your pimp, and I keep having to deal with his crap because you won't defund your pimp. How about we do that? How about we spend some time defunding our pimp? How about we spend some time quit pleasuring our pimp? How about we spend some time standing up and actually telling our pimp no? Saying, you know what? I'm out. I'm not doing it. My body is not for sale. My soul is not for sale. My time, my energy, my focus is not for sale. What if we what if we just did that? What if we decided that, you know, we're just gonna break up with our pimp? What would it be like if we did that? Would we, would we be better? I mean, can you live without your pimp called daddy government? Can you live without, you know, big daddy, fuzzy hat, hat cane, you know, cane using, trench coat wearing pimp daddy? Can you, can you, can you live without that? Can you live without the mental, physical, sexual, emotional, financial abuse? Well, when I, why'd you say sexual, Jim? Well, because they're taking your kids away from you. They're taking away even this, the idea of having pleasurable sex or having children is actually being demonized. But then at the same time, it's being put on a pedestal through porn and other things like that. So it's like, okay, can we, can we have sex or can we not have sex? I mean, which way is it? We had kids that were still getting married at 13 and 14 years ago, just 50 years ago. That was a normal 50, 60 years ago. That was still normal in lots of this country. And it's still normal in lots of this world. But yet, in our Western society, we've got a porn industry, which makes billions of dollars a year and has billions of probably terabytes of, you know, was it three quarters of the internet is porn? But then we demonize just regular sex. And then if your guy says, hey, I want to have sex to a girl, well, that's creepy. But if a girl says it to a guy, that's hot. Guys, no wonder we can't keep our head on straight. We can't even get the basics of life down. Oh, no, if you're pregnant, you don't want it, you got to go kill it. Oh, okay, well, it's an it. It's just tissue. It's just a, it's a parasite. Well, by definition, anything on earth is a parasite. A tree is a parasite. A grass is parasite. A fungus. Mushrooms are parasites. Cows are parasites. They're maybe just because they're not attached to the ground, but they eat the bounty of the ground. They eat the wheat and the 
barley and the milo and the corn and the hay. But see, my problem is, is that we think that the baby is the parasite. But in reality, the parasites are the ones that are actually victimizing us. Ken, uh, Ken says uh, politicians are the parasite. That's right. But see, we can't have a genuine conversation about the actors because we don't want to make our pimp mad. We can't have a def, uh, conversation with about anything, about taxes, war, vaccines, food quality, housing, all these things. We can't have these conversations with our pimp because we don't want to make a pimp mad. But what if we just went out and we decided that we wanted to just be our own man, be our own woman, not have a government? How's that going to work? Are you going to be self-reliant enough to believe that there it's okay that you can just live without Big Daddy? Without your pimp daddy taking his money out of your paycheck first? So many times we see ourselves running around like a bunch of idiots going, oh, it's that guy's problem and it's that guy's problem. It's that girl's problem and it's that girl's problem. It's uh, this is that and that's that and this is, it's the Federal Reserve. It's you. It's me. Actually, I'm not even going to put you in this. It's me. Because every time I don't stand up, every time I don't say no, every time that I close my mouth and I don't talk out loud, I my silence is compliance to their will, my pimp's will. And when I have a pimp who's so abusive, you can see the bruises, you can see the the cuts and the and the scars, and you can see the emotional trauma. But everybody around you has the same abuse scars, has the same same things going on. They see the same actors. They see the same crap. Ken says, what happened to self-accountability? People seem allergic to it. Well, that's exactly right. You got to be willing to say that you screwed up. And that's where fathers really do bring in uh, a real nice touch to children. Now, I can't say that I had a full-time dad because Charlie was only around every now and again when I was staying with them and my mom was doing whatever she was doing. And I don't blame Charlie for anything he did or didn't do. I think he did what he could while I was there and he did what he could when I wasn't there. And uh, But then the problem is, is that they lived a life of, well, let me pray for you. And their currency was prayer. But the sad part of it is that sometimes you just need a little bit more than just a prayer. Sometimes you need someone to stand there and put an arm on your shoulder while you cry it out. Sometimes you need somebody to write a check and say, hey, let me pay that $200 electric bill for you. Let me get the water turned back on for you. But dads do that for you. That's what dads do. But they also will give you a bunch of crap about it too, and they won't let you forget about it because they don't want you to fall into that trap again because they don't want to have to take care of you. They want to see you succeed And so as we talk about self-reliance, 
self-responsibility. you got to be willing to say, hey, I screw up 99 times before I have one victory. And I will tell you that every single one of those 99 failures has a certain uh, moniker of, of victory in it. Because not only are you seeing where things could have been better, because that's a lot of failure. Failure does. It's like, hey, you wanted to go here, but you landed over here. But how great is it over here? Well, I landed over here, and I want to get over here. I got to figure out how to get over that, that spot, right? But this is what dads do for us, right? But we don't want dad or daddy or God or anything like that in our sphere of influence because we know what's best for us. We know what's best for the world around us because we're every little thought that comes to our brain. By the way, guys, this is another thing I really don't understand. How is it that every little fart that every human being on earth comes up with is literally God's word? I don't know how to, I don't know. Everybody thinks that everything that comes to their face comes out of their little pie hole, that it's just, it's God-inspired. Why do you think that you have God-inspired intelligence? Because I'm unique and uh, and if Obama can be president, I can be intelligent. See, the problem with that is, is that we don't have people who actually understand that they need to embrace the suck of who they are, the the part that they that they live in, that screw up part they live in every day. And I, I you know, I get it, guys. I want to be better every single day than I was the day before, which means that the day before yesterday, I wasn't as good as I am today. And tomorrow, I'll be better than I am today. And that means today, I'm not that great. That I get to be greater every day, but I got to work on that. And that means that I know that I have things that are wrong with me. I know I got to work on posture issues. I know I got to work on, you know, my language, uh, how I'll make sure I articulate in the best way I can. I got to, you know, I mean, I, all these, I, I got to gain knowledge. I've got to, you know, work on my ego, make sure I'm not getting wrapped up in things. So this is what I want you guys to think about and in, in, in how we're this whole society of things is going on right now. We're finding about all these things in our world, all these things around us, and yet what are you doing about it? Are you still paying your pimp? Are you still giving up the booty for the pimp? Are you still giving the booty to the pimp? Are you getting screwed over by your government? Are you getting screwed over by... I mean, what if government just got out of the way of most industries? Do you really think that the airline industry tomorrow would start crashing planes just because there wasn't an FAA? I mean, seriously. Now, I, I guess there would be some out there, but those are the ones you take a risk, right? I don't know. But there are also parts of this world where the FAA has never been, and people fly planes religiously all the time without any FAA approval, without any need for the FAA to go global to every airport and every municipality on earth to tell them how to run a plane. The government needs to be reduced to um, um, oh, uh, uh, I'm sorry, John, John Kennedy says the government needs to be reduced to an entity the size 
of the head of a pen and not re- and and not remain the behemoth it is right now. John, you're absolutely correct. So the problem with that is, is that when John's talking about this, that the size of a head of a pen, there's only two functions of the federal government, immigration and national security. That's it. And to imply tariffs on products for said services. That's it. So imagine if America's government, federal government, just walked away and all we had was the military and Border Patrol. That's it. In reality, we could probably call it the Coast Guard. We could probably just go ahead and lump the Coast Guard and make them national secure, the, uh, the immigration portion of the federal government. That's it. Like, we could do everything under the Department of Defense. But the Department of Defense is actually a great big black hole of money where they've lost, they've lost trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars. In fact, the last six years running... They have yet to be able to identify 80% of their funding, where it went. That's a real thing that we don't even, we have a, a, this black hole uh, of a government agency who has no accountability because they play war and war has secrets. Uh, Ken says, part of being a f- uh, being free is taking your own risk and assuming the responsibility. Oh, absolutely, Ken. That's right. If I decide not to go out and cut wood for this fall and I don't have wood for my fireplace or whatever it is I heat my home with, well, then that's on me. And then my family's going to suffer. If I don't plant winter wheat, so in July, I can harvest and put up wheat for the fall then I'm going to go hungry. But I got to be willing to put that weed in now. Well, a few months ago. Carrie Heiserman says, you dealt with the DOD. Just think of the darned paperwork. Oh, that's what gets me. Carrie, you're right. I spent almost two decades with the DOD. Very high-level security clearance, one that we you don't see on the streets. And I will tell you right now that the amount of paperwork that I would have to do for any one project was file cabinets worth. I mean, I used to have daily reports I was doing. I had safety reports. I had all the different uh, the uh, uh, MSDSs for all the different products. I had to have things on file for that. I had to have my OSHA books. I had to have the spec books. I had to have, I mean, all these different things. And then just to get a pay app was a whole other pay application that I had to certify And then I had to turn in all my wages for anybody who worked for me. By the way, guys, this is what the federal government does to you. When you want to work for the federal government, you have to turn over your payroll for anybody who works on the job. So if you're an electrician working on the base, you have to have your secretary go pull wages for anybody who worked on that base and then turn that in every month as a part of your reporting process and how much you paid your employees. This is an actual thing. It's actually trackable. It's part of the contract. But to say that the Pentagon loses trillions of dollars over and over and over and over again makes you wonder if it's not purposeful, right? Thank you, Lindsay. So this is a problem for us. When we have a situation where we know our government can't get it right, we got all these paid actors going on. You guys are paying your pimp like a champ. Like you are making sure your pimp gets its first taste 
uh, every single time. And I just want you to think about this. This is how you're living your life, correct? And then you're mad about it. You're mad about your life. You're mad about how things are turning out. You're mad about your government screwing with you. But my problem is, is that you are the one who has to be accountable for you. You have to be the one that says, hey, Army Mom, good to see you on Twitter. Thank you so much for being there. You gotta be responsible for you. You've got to take actions in your own life and do things the right way. And you've got to admit to yourself whether you have a problem or not. And if you do have a problem, let's talk about it. Let's work it out. Let's get those things out of there. Let's not just sit there and harbor those things and go, oh yeah, you know, I gotta No. Literally go out there and do what you gotta do. Get your heart right, admit your shortcomings, admit what you do wrong, admit that you've got this, admit that you have that, and that's okay. My problem is is that too many of us really have yet to... Just say that you've got some things that you've got to work on. Just start there. Just start with the idea that you've got a couple things that you need to work on. And then work on those. And as you work on those, keep your eyes open to see what else you can work on and see if there's anything else that comes up. And when you find that relationship with yourself and you find that honesty within yourself, then you can be honest with a lot more things around you. And a lot more things around you can be honest with you as well. And then you'll actually crave that honesty. You'll crave it in a way that it can actually just, it's like, it's almost addictive. You want to hear the truth. You want to know the truth. You want to find out what the truth is. You don't want to live like that anymore. You want to change those habits. Janet Fine, good to see you. Thank you so much for being here. So this is a part where I I talked about all this, but all of this has to do with you. Joe Biden running around doing whatever he's doing, whoever keeps putting him out there in front of the cameras. We... By the way, how did uh, let me do this for you real quick? I want to put the, I want to look this up. Um, I want to ask you a question about this photo or this photo, this video, this video right here. Um, let me go ahead and put this up for you guys so you can guys can see this. And I and I and this is what this is a question. This is an honest question. You know, why is this okay? Why why is this guy, okay, this is, um, let me get it back to the beginning here. So this is, Dan, this is Dan Scavino. This is the guy who runs around with Trump, right? Okay, here's the video. I want to play it for you, and I want you to tell me why that this jet is flying. What do you think? You're the coolest guy in the parking lot, and then this guy shows up. Why is it that Dan Scavino is showing a video like that? Why is it when I see President Trump's uh, Secret Service and I see the different guys with the Secret Service uh, Velcro on their, their bulletproof vest, when I see the different guys running around with the little earpieces and all this different stuff, why do I see that those guys look exactly like Secret Service and those guys that are supporting Secret Service look like Secret Service? Why is it that I see those guys running around but then... When I see, uh, you know, Mr. Petto running around, 
why do I see him walking around with guys who are wearing, you know, puffy jackets and khakis and different color pants and shirts and polos and all this other stuff? And see, when I went and I talked to my guy and I asked him a very specific question, I even did it right here on the air, right in front of you guys. I said, is Joe Biden being, is Joe Biden being, or is Joe Biden in custody? I mean, let me, let me do it the right way. Let me go back and I'll just reference it right here. I don't want to misquote it because by golly, we don't want to have that. Um, let's see here. Okay. says, um. Is the Biden family, I said, I said, is the Biden family under martial custody? And he said, is the son the third rock from the sun? So the problem is, is this is what we do, right? This is what we talk about, me and him, and some different things. But the sad part of this is, is we can't have these genuine conversations, right? I can show you the things about why Dan Scavino is showing this fighter refueling, but yet is that, what plane is that? Why is that the Dan Scavino showing that he has a military, there's a military escort on there? I get it that that is from another documented video, but at the same time, you have to ask yourself, why is Dan Scavino putting it out there? He has a way of putting out certain very specific messages that a lot of people like to watch. And I think we've all missed that. I think we ran right past it. We, uh, he was hanging uh, on until Jill climbed, uh, what was it? Carrie Heisman says, he was hanging on to Jill climbing Air Force One, one step to <laughs> Mr. Carter's, uh, one step at a time to Mr. Carter's funeral. Yeah, I get it. I mean, this is Mrs. Carter. Sorry, it was Mrs. Carter who passed. Uh, by the way, let me ask you a quick question. Why do they keep running a commercial on like ESPN and all these others of we'll miss you, Mrs. Carter? Like these black screen and the dates, like it's very weird. Have you guys seen those at all with uh, the Carter funeral and all that stuff? I don't know. It's just stuff that I've been watching and I've been noticing. I think it's a, there's a lot of signs in there, and I do believe that they have a way of telling us what they're doing. But at the same time, are we willing to pay attention? And I don't think that is. So anyway, uh, also Trump stuff is continuing to, you know, Go round, round, round. You know, that's the whole thing. Uh, we had a little bit of a break because of the holidays, uh, the Thanksgiving, and then we got Christmas coming up, uh, which is winter solstice this year is on the 22nd of December. So those of you who wants to who want to hang your, um, your mushrooms in your stockings by the chimney with care and, uh, you know, that whole thing, or Santa, which is also a Satan figure, uh, if you guys want to, if you guys want to celebrate Jesus' birthday, we can do that in September. Sad part of it is, is that we're celebrating the winter solstice, which is nothing more than a made-up holiday to appease the people. We were given options, and that's what we took. By the way, has anybody noticed that this whole time change thing is really pissing everybody off again this year? Why don't we just not do that? How about we all just call it right now? Instead of 4.53 Central Time, why don't we call it 5.53 Central Time and just go back to what we had before? Can we all just go back to what we had? Can we go back to where this is not daylight savings? We're not saving any time. It's freaking dark at my house already, and it's not even 5 o'clock, and I live in Kansas. I mean, what's it like over, you know, when you get closer, you know, you get you get further away from the, where the time zone changes, 
You know, how bad is it for those folks? Now, Arizona, they never changed. They always stayed the same. I always liked living in Arizona for that specific reason only. Nothing else. I never really liked Arizona, but that was what it was about. Uh, Rebecca Wells, Gene Ho said it wasn't Trump's plane. I said yesterday there's a new Air, Air Force One with white top, dark blue. Hmm. Well, remember, Rebecca, Rebecca Wells, remember, Trump negotiated two brand new Air Force Ones to be delivered in the first year of his second presidency. Now, where are those planes? I do know that I saw uh, two white 747 jumbo jets at the uh, Omaha, Nebraska rally that I attended as a press, and I will tell you that I was super excited about that. But again, uh, let's see. Leanne says, I, I can't believe we did a time change again this year. Thought it was over. Well, it passed out of the House, the time change stopping thing, passed out of the House, but the Senate wouldn't pick it up and move it to the floor, so it died in what they call committee, and that's how that happens. All right, guys, remember My Daily Naturals. My Daily Naturals is the vitamins that we brought to you guys. My Daily Naturals, me and Dr. Ryan Dobbs are doing this, so MyDailyNaturals.com, MyDailyNaturals.com. Put in their promo code PRICE, and... um, Kerry Heisman says, still being built way over budget at Boeing. Well, remember, Trump went in there and renegotiated a price that was like a half of what Boeing was actually charging to begin with. So, I don't know, guys. There's some executive orders. There's some other things. Uh, I'm not a big devolution uh, guy, but at the same time, uh, you got to kind of wonder. You know, there's there's some things out there. Uh, Tanya Price says it dark at 5 p.m. Washington State. Yeah, there's a whole other thing for you there. Washington State, right at the edge of the America. We got this whole thing where it's just you can't even get home from work without having to turn your headlights on just to get to the parking lot, right? You got to make sure and chirp, 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 chirp. So you have light getting out there. That is absolutely ridiculous. We should not live in a world like that, and we should stop abusing ourselves. You realize that, guys. That throws us off. Those all of our timing off. Those our bodies off. We get all screwed up. And so anyway, just, just kind of think of it in that way. All right, guys. Remember the 10% we do for our neighbor, community, city, county, state, the federal government. The more you do for them, the less it to do for you. Learn how to be selfless and not so damn selfish. There will be a far better place. Remember, hold the line. Hold fast. Do not give up. Do not give in. We will win. I promise. I don't make promises I can't keep, guys. Thank you so much for everything you guys are doing out there. It's been fantastic to have you guys today. I'm Jim Price with Jim Price Show Daily Update. You guys will be good to each other out there, and I'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye.